Hey everybody, this is Real Talk with T. I'm your host, T Pringle, and this episode is very, very special to me because I will be telling you my um, birth experience, my pregnancy experience, and I'm super duper excited. Um, First off, I just want to thank the Lord because everything uh, worked out the way that it was supposed to. Baby girl is here. She's healthy. You know, um, I'm healthy in um, recovery mode right now, but I'm just so grateful um, that everything happened the way that it was supposed to happen. And even though things didn't happen exactly how I wanted them to happen, I know that everything happens for a reason and they happen um, according to God's plan to get her here safely. So if you know, if you follow me on social media, I... um, I announced that I had baby girl on April 23rd, which was last Friday. So she is officially a week um, today. And um, when I first got pregnant, I was already two months pregnant, actually. And I may have mentioned this in my last episode, but if not, I actually only went to the doctor because I thought I had COVID-19. So I started having like symptoms of like dizziness. I was um, getting hot. And so I'm like, oh my God, not COVID. So, you know, last year, like if you feel anything, you the first thing on your mind was like, oh my gosh, it got to be COVID because COVID is just everywhere right now. But thank God it was not COVID. Um, went to the hospital or excuse me, to my doctor's office. Um, after calling her and having a virtual visit and her basically telling me like, I don't think that you have COVID. I think you may be pregnant and my mouth like completely dropped. Anyway, long story short, completely surprised by it. I was already two months when I went in, um, for my appointment and yeah, so she just assigned me to OBGYN. Um, if you're here in Columbia, there are a couple of places that you can go, but for me, I decided to go with um, Palmetto Health Richland um, or Prisma Health now. <clears throat> and um, and the only reason why I did is because I was referred by my PCP and I really trusted her and I knew that she knew what she was talking about because I actually was going to um, go with Lexington Medical Center. <clears throat> and so, yeah, so I ended up, you know, Starting my process with being my prenatal or whatever. And I can say I'm grateful, super duper grateful because I had a basically the whole nine months. I had a very, very healthy pregnancy. I did not have any complications, no preeclampsia, passed my glucose test. Baby girl was growing fine. Everything basically was perfect. Um, And up until... The time that it was time to give birth, I really threw myself into looking into resources to learn more about pregnancy, labor and delivery so that I would be prepared for um, what was to come. And one of those things that I definitely threw myself into was hypnobirthing. I um, found out about it. I actually don't know. It may have, it may have been somebody who mentioned it to me, but I don't really remember. But I threw myself into hypnobirthing. Um, just and if you don't know what hypnobirthing is, it's basically the meditation portion of like trying to visualize your pregnancy, breathing technique, breathing techniques, things like that that help you with the when contractions come and when it's time for you to deliver your baby. Um, so it's basically teaching you how to. Um, 
manage the pain part of pregnancy. I mean, the pain part of labor and delivery. So I did that. I even found one that was Christian based, which was my favorite. And I listened to it continuously over and over and over again. I also was referred to this book. Um, I forgot who is by but it's called supernatural childbirth and it's also a um written by a christian woman and her husband and it basically talks about how you can basically manage the pain of labor and delivery by having positive thinking but she uses a lot of scripture to back it up basically us as us as believers using our authority even in labor and delivery in pregnancy and that really helped me a lot because I began to speak different affirmations over myself um, and over baby girl and things like that. And if you are a first time mom, and I was telling one of my friends this, I would highly recommend looking into breathing techniques already, looking into ways to push when it's time for you to deliver. I would suggest also speaking affirmations and things over yourself and your baby because I spent um, a lot of time like worshiping. Um, touching my belly while I was in worship, praying, touching my belly while I was praying, um, speaking over her life and things like that. And <clears throat> my friends already know that before I even got pregnant, I was already like speaking over my kids' lives. Um, before I even thought about really having children, when I learned the power of um, affirmations and speaking the word of God, I had already started speaking over their lives. You know, things like that they will, you know, make an impact in the world. And whatever their purpose is that God created them for, that they would know their purpose early, that they would know God early, that they would want to know him um, and the things of him and things like that. So I would suggest definitely, like I said, um, the breathing techniques, learning how to breathe, learning how to push, especially, like I said, if you have never done it before. And I am so grateful that I did that because when it was time for delivery, I already had in my mind from the videos and things that I had watched on how to push and how to breathe and how to basically manage the pain of contractions. Now, I'm not going to say that they did not hurt because they did. But like I said, Thursday morning or not, like I said, sorry, I haven't told y'all that yet, but um. Baby girl was supposed to be here on April 17th, um, but she didn't get here until April 23rd at 12.54 p.m. She made her way into the world and she basically was chilling like she didn't. <laughs> she was like, I'm good where I'm at. I'm being fed. I'm warm. I'm OK. Um, <clears throat> so basically, um, when it was time for me to when it was time for me um, to go to my next appointment, the doctor told me that I was only one and a half centimeters and that was on Wednesday. Was it Wednesday? No, it was on Tuesday. She told me you're only one and a half centimeters, but don't worry. She was like, cause we will come up with something if she doesn't come within the next week and a half. And at that point I was, I already told um, my boyfriend, I was like, if they tell me I'm not dilated, um, dilated enough, then I'm definitely going to ask to be induced because at that point I was kind of tired. Um, I wanted her to be here already and I was trying to give her her time and let her come on her own. But at this point I was just like over it to be honest. And so, um, going in on Tuesday, um, I told the doctor when she told me that I was only one and a half centimeters dilated, I told her, I said, well, 
I said I definitely want to um schedule my induce uh, my induction and um she was just like okay that's totally fine etc etc and so um she told me that I told her, excuse me, sorry. I told her that I wanted to do it on Friday, the, the same week. And so she told me, okay, so we'll basically give you a call back tomorrow to let you know it's been confirmed and you can come to the hospital. <clears throat> so we went into the hospital on Thursday night around 6.30ish. We got there and we headed up to our room. And that Thursday morning when I woke up, I actually was having contractions already and a I didn't actually know that they were contractions. I texted my friends and I was like, do contractions feel like this or et cetera, et cetera. And they were like, yeah, this sounds like you're contracting, like it's happening, et cetera, et cetera. And I was like, oh my gosh, I'm having contractions. But they were not unbearable. So I didn't call my um, OBGYN to ask to go in because I know that they told me that Sometimes when people are contracting and they go into the hospital, if they are not dilated enough, um, then they'll send them back home. So me, I had already in my mind said, like, I'm not going to go to the hospital for them to send me back home. So I'm just going to kind of handle it at home. They were coming at one point in the morning about nine minutes apart but then they started to get longer and so that's why I'm glad that I actually did not go into the hospital early because then I would be in there that whole Thursday. So by the time of Thursday night when we got there, the contractions had slowed down. They were still coming, but they weren't as intense as um, they were in the earlier um, part of the day. And so, um, yeah, so we get to the hospital, we check in, everything like that. And I'm good, you know, I'm chilling. Um, Contractions are still happening, but it's okay. And... Me not even thinking to myself, like, I know that the contractions were coming, but I'm not even thinking to myself, like, you're, well, if the contractions are coming, then that means that she's, you know, trying to move into coming into the world. Well, when I got there, they actually gave me server deal, um, to open up my cervix to help me to dilate. And of course, when they did that, it, to me, it kind of sped up my contractions a little bit. Um, the plan was for them to give me the server deal on Thursday and then on Friday, they were going to give me the Pitocin in order to increase my, my contractions. But basically at this point, they didn't have to, because I had already been contracting at that point from nine o'clock from the time I got up to the time I checked into the hospital and it was continuing to go on. So I basically was laboring, um, all that time or contracting all that time and, um, yeah, without any medicine or anything like that. And I actually continue to contract and continue to um, labor that entire day um, from Thursday morning until the next day. Because she wasn't born until like 12.54. I didn't even get the um, the epidural that I did get. I did get epidural, but I didn't get the epidural until it was time for her to basically like get out. Because I, I basically got from that one and a half centimeter to the um 10 centimeters without any pain medicine so I was very very proud of myself doing that and the only reason I was able to actually do that is because of the hypnobirthing birthing um um breathing techniques and um them like teaching you how to deal with pain management so basically every time a contraction would come I would definitely take my breath I would focus on you know breathing and not focus on the pain and so 
at this point, the time is going by, and I'm telling them, like, I feel like that she's coming. Like, I feel like I have, well, TMI, but I felt like I had to poop. Like, that's how I felt. Like, I was like, oh, my gosh, I feel like I have to poop. Like, (laughs) they were like, don't poop because we don't want her to come out in the toilet or anything like that. So, it's like, that's how it felt. Um, And I know my other friend was asking me, like, how contractions feel, and I told her the best way I can describe it is it does feel like to me, um period cramps but they're very intense and they're only like in the in the lower part of your like of your stomach so it's kind of like they're coming you'll have a period cramp or a cramp and then it gets super duper tight on your belly and then it releases and then it keeps coming keeps coming keeps coming and at this point while I was laboring without any medicine I basically was contracting 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 like back to back to back to back um and so the next morning um I actually was like I think I want to get the epidural um just because we had already tried to get her to um to come um when I got to like the 10 10 centimeters 10 centimeters like a little bit before that I ended up getting epidural but I was staying at nine centimeters for a long time if that makes sense I was at nine centimeters for a while and then um I was like okay I'm gonna get the epidural or whatever and so I got the epidural and so we were starting the process of me pushing because at that point I was at 10 centimeters around the time I got the epidural too I think it was nine centimeters but I eventually got to 10 centimeters and so um we were getting ready to you know, push her out or whatever. But this little girl, the way that she was positioned, even though she was um, downward already, her head was lifted up. And so her head could not get up from up under my pelvic bone. I believe that's what they were saying. And so I'm pushing, pushing, pushing. And I literally can feel her moving, but it would stop and she would turn her head back up. So the doctor even attempted to turn her head and turn her a little bit, but she would literally would turn her head right back in like two seconds. And so I really, really love, um, y'all probably might hear her in the background. She's in there for her daddy, but, um, I really love the care that I got at Prisma Health. I love the fact that the doctor who was on call, she listened to me. She allowed me to do it my way. Um, And I had already previously, of course, talked to her about what I wanted to do. I wanted to do um, a vaginal birth. I did not want to get epidural as soon as I got there because I wanted to labor. I wanted to, you know, get her to come naturally and all that type of stuff, which they listened to me and allowed me to get up to like nine centimeters of um, contractions and laboring without any pain medicine, which I love. Um, they, they really did take good care of us, even to the point where, um, they allowed me to, um, get out the bed, um, try different positions to get her to come out vaginally. I mean, I was on all fours at one point. Um, they tried two to three other positions before they were like, we really want you to do it this way because you wanted to, when you labored this long and you did this and you did that. And I was just like, so grateful that they listened to me. Um, because I know that it's been a lot of, um, different, um, experiences with black women, going to the hospital but I thank God so much I like I literally prayed um over the nurses 
the doctor who would be on call, um, anybody who is going to be in contact with us in our environment. When we went into the hospital, I had already prayed about that. And I'm so grateful that God granted me the desires of my heart because he knows I did not want my first experience with, um, with labor and delivery to be traumatic. Um, and I'm I'm really grateful for that. And I know that's not everybody's experience, but I do give God glory for answering my prayers when it comes to that. Even to the point where the doctor who was on call was the my favorite doctor. The one that I definitely wanted to deliver her. And so, God is a good God, needless to say. But, um, I will say, uh, when we got to the point where she was not bulging, um, they did offer me or ask me did I want to have a C-section um, just because the more that I contract, it does affect her as well. But I didn't have a, a C-section due to preeclampsia or her heart rate dropping or anything like that. It just, she just would, she just was not trying to come out <laughs> vaginally. So I did end up having a C-section, which was not a part of my birth plan. Um, anybody who knows me knows I wanted to have her vaginally, but we tried that way. And I'm just grateful that we tried every avenue before having a C-section. But I will say that it was not the the worst experience. Like this is a week um, it's been and everything is healing so well like I have no complaints um, they told me how to take care of it of course when I come home um, my feet are unswelling they actually went right back now um, I'm just very grateful for the whole experience and I'm grateful too like I said for the preparation portion because I just really wouldn't have I wouldn't have been able to handle any of those things that happen um, during pregnancy or even going into um, labor and delivery without being prepared first. And I'm so glad I listened to the Holy Spirit because God knows preparation is one of those things that I'm working on. But I'm so glad that he was kind of leading me like, you need to listen to this. You need to watch this. You need to get as much um, information as you can so that you can know um, what to do and know what to expect at least. Um, when you go in. And of course, you don't know everything that's going to happen. But I'm so grateful for taking heed to that and actually doing um the research and putting it to practice to what I had learned. So yeah, that's my experience. We had the C section. She was here April twenty third at twelve fifty four PM. She weighed seven pounds and seven ounces, which was also something I prayed for because everybody was like, She's gonna be a big baby and blah blah blah. And I was like, Lord Please let her don't, please don't let her be any more than eight pounds. That's what I was thinking because I was nine pounds uh, when I was born. And so I was like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> so, yeah, but we are doing good. Um, I'm, I'm taking everything day by day, one moment at a time. Um, and I'm just super grateful for God. I really am like, you know, it's funny that... I feel like it's it's really crazy that God literally cares about every single portion of our lives and he cares about um, how our desires and the things that we want um, and the things that we need, most importantly. But I'm super duper grateful for my experience. I'm grateful for the doctors, the nurses, the staff, the team, um, everybody basically who was there, who helped with everything. And there was a nurse, y'all. Let me tell y'all. There was a nurse when I was about to get the epidural. 
Um, and I was still contracting at this point. And if you know anything about epidural, you have to be extremely still because they're like literally putting the a needle in your back. But there was a nurse that was there that was actually about to leave because um, her shift had ended. And she actually helped me labor the entire time. Um, and she, I was like, please, can you stay um, and just help me? Like, can you stay until after they give me the epidural? And she's like, yeah, baby, I'll stay, blah, blah, blah. Listen. That lady was a godsend, okay? She helped me breathe. I had like four contractions while I was getting the epidural. That is nobody but God. Because if you have ever felt a contraction, you already know that it is hard to stay still whenever you are um, experiencing them. And so, like I said, God is a good God, y'all. If you don't know him, get to know him because he already loves you. And <laughs> he wants you to know him because there is no way that I could have had this experience without God. I really feel like it was supernatural from the pain, the contractions, to the delivery, to who was assigned to us, like everything. And I definitely want to give a shout out to my awesome boyfriend because when I was having contractions, he was reminding me like the things that I had studied and the things that I had been intaking. And he was like no you're okay just breathe just remember to breathe do the techniques that you learn like he was there every step of the way and I'm so grateful for that because we were even talking about how some women have to go through that process by themselves and I'm so grateful that I did not have to experience it by myself because I don't know if I would have been able to do it um and so he's definitely been a god senior and so shout out to you boo but yeah y'all this has been a great experience and I don't know I'm just grateful and even now like taking one day at a time um I know that I'm still like super fresh a new mom and I still have a long journey ahead of me but I'm so grateful for just the Holy Spirit God um the people that he puts in my life everything and so like I said we are doing good we are healthy um and I'm grateful for the experience. It's really been a beautiful experience. And when people tell you like that, when you become a mom, like certain things kick in for you, like it's no lie, like for real, it's been like some things it's just like clicking. And so I'm grateful for that as well. Our bodies as women can do amazing things. And so I pray for every mom um, who is listening to this. If you are about to have your baby or you are pregnant or you're trying to get pregnant, I pray many blessings over you and that you have a smooth um, transition, labor, pregnancy, everything. And that God grants you the desires of your heart, whatever they are. And that, um, you know, that no matter how your baby gets here, as long as they get here safely, then it's okay. And, um, yeah, so now I'm in the, you know, recovery state. Like I said, everything is going good with that. And I'm excited, you guys. I'm excited for the future. I'm excited to, um, to raise our daughter, you know, in the ways of God and to, you know, just enjoy the process and enjoy her journey. And that's one of the things I was, um, telling myself like even when I have to when she's up at night and she's fussy or whatever the case may be I'm I'm telling myself that this is a journey and that she's learning just as well as I'm learning so we are learning together and so it's all about the mindset of what you put your mind on whenever you are going through anything the way that you focus your mind the way that you um 
The way that you think positive, the way that you speak the word over your mind is how you're going to be able to handle certain things. And like I said, if you are expecting a child, please look up hypnobirthing, breathing techniques. If you are a believer, definitely look up um, Christian hypnobirthing on YouTube. It's like so beautiful. It's it's so peaceful too. And it just invites the Holy Spirit into your birthing experience, which is amazing. Um, And even with breastfeeding, y'all, listen... I said I wanted to breastfeed and I'm so grateful again because God is a good guy. I even, I'm doing that right now. Like I'm able to do that and I'm super duper excited that we get to spend that bonding time together. But listen, I'm just, I'm just grateful. That's all. And thank you to everyone who has been telling us congratulations. Thank you to everyone who has um, bought things on our registry. Thank you so much again. Everything that we have received, we have used, and we are able to take care of her with. So I'm super grateful for that. And thank you to everyone who, like I said, who congratulated us, who sent me beautiful supportive messages. Like you guys are amazing. I pray a special blessing for you too. I'm sorry, guys. I have to add this to my previous episode. I had received a phone call. (laughs) Anyway, so basically what I was basically saying, my experience was great. God is good. We are good. Um, Yeah. And I'm definitely excited to continue this journey with her, with my family, and just learning and growing. And that's it, guys. I think I was talking about breastfeeding. Yeah. Um... Yeah, I'm just going to leave it at it. Just know I'm I'm breastfeeding her and I'm grateful to God for the resources that he put in my life to help me with that. And we're doing good. Yeah. All right, guys. I know this probably like is so ghetto, but I'm sorry. That that phone call threw me off. I, I put my phone on do not disturb and the phone call still came through. So anyway, <laughs> peace and blessings to y'all. Peace and light. Beautiful love. Jesus, the whole nine. And thank you guys for listening to my podcast too. I appreciate the the support. Peace.